Um, should we do? I'll do the numbers. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Numbers are gonna go four. Yeah. Seven. Oh yeah. Nine. Mm. Okay. And I'm just gonna throw in one special one. Hmm. Do you think it's it's sort of like anxiety kind of thing? Yeah. I'm gonna do another one. You ready? Here. What about this one? Get ready. Fifty-three. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Dissociative flow state. Dissociative flow state. Yeah. first went to Oxford, I, I don't know, it felt like a bit of a fresh start. You know, I was going to a new country and I was doing this interesting degree and, you know, kind of felt like I should be a bit of a Renaissance man. So I took up painting, life drawing classes and I took Ah. up piano classes. And of course, none of it stuck, but the life drawing classes were great because I just remember being in this tiny room and uh, it must have been in one of the colleges. And they kept, I went to the first one and it was just, you know, some, some, because, uh, you know, you have to get a, a nude model. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know, there were people who were just volunteering to do this. I went to the first one. It was kind of a, somebody who you might see in a painting, like a full figured woman who was very pleasant to paint, you know, nice curves and textures and so on. And you felt like you could do, like you were doing life drawing as it was meant to be done. And uh, and then the next lesson came around and they brought in this guy who was probably in his 50s. He had a big uh, bushy beard and he had, he had like a real kind of classic pot belly. Like he was quite gaunt except for yeah. this really rotund belly and these kind of gangly legs. And I... And I, I just remember being like, well, that's good. You know, it's not all about like classic forms. You got to mix it up a bit. And, uh, and so that was good. And then the next lesson came around and it was just this guy again with the pot belly. And I was like, oh, well, fair enough. And, uh, and gave it another go. And he was kind of into doing these like very sort of, um, uh, like poses that you might see in some kind of neoclassical, like a Norman Lindsay painting, like sort of, you know, looking like a fairy king or something. Like it was quite quite dramatic postures. And then I reckon they had him maybe three more times, and I was just like, <laughs> he's just taking the piss. Like I'm not. This is not. I'm not just learning to paint this guy with a pot belly. I'm trying to do life drawing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can just imagine you sitting there just waiting to see who'd come in and just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every... Oh, fucking no way. You're <laughs> fucking it's kidding again. me. This guy, I'm going to start having dreams about his bits and I don't want that. Um, <laughs> they they suckered you in for the first <laughs> lesson with the full-figured beautiful woman. Yeah. And then every other lesson is just <laughs> pot-belly Pete. Just pot-belly Pete. Exactly. got a hot tip for everybody out there hopefully real soon live music's gonna be back in full effect mm-hmm. and you're gone to one to go and see your favorite artists that you've either been following for years yeah or maybe somebody new you've discovered on spotify yep and you're looking up their concert that's coming up and you're looking up the price of a ticket google. and you're, you're gone R. kelly google yeah, Google R. Kelly. I can't wait until his concert is coming to my town. My, I'm I'm like really into people that can perform live. If I'm going to pay good money to go and see someone, then I want them to be, to be like decent musicians and or at least have some pretty amazing stage stage presence. So what you do, you get on that YouTube and you mm. go this band live performance and then put in the most recent year that they might have performed and then check mm-hmm. out how that lead singer sounds. That's particularly mm. important with your older acts. Yeah. Have a look at some older acts recently that, you know, went away and uh, have come back and said, yeah, I want to perform again. Will you please pay a hundred dollars to come and see me? And I'm like, yeah, Phil Collins, your voice is shot, bro. I'm not paying you a hundred dollars. Voices that still hold up. Bono. From you yep. two, go and see that. I'd say go and see that you two. They are still uh, killing it. I've heard that. Paul Kelly, um, he's got a lovely Paul voice. Paul Kelly, still. he's got a great voice. Paul Paul Kelly for our Australian audiences, and I would also definitely say go and see Colin Hay, best known yeah. for lead singer of Men at Work, and we've already mentioned Scrubs on the show today, and he had a bit mm. of a resurgence after. Uh, he appeared in that show I a couple of times. I can get to sleep. Um, yeah. And also makes an appearance in the television show that I was recommending. This is pop. They talk about music festivals in one episode, and they talk about the very famous Us Festival, which was put together by Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak in the early 80s, and mm. Men at Work performed at it, and they talked to Colin Hay about his experience. Colin wow. Hay, I've seen him a bunch of times, actually. I saw him at the Adelaide Fringe Festival a couple of years oh. ago. Spiegel Tent. He's killing it. I'm a Hay man. Yeah, I, I saw him at the oddest of unexpected things. I went, I took my mum to a Shakespeare play, which is one of the things we like to do, go to a bit of theatre with my ma, and he was in it. He was like a what? character. He was a character that was sort of a bard type character so he, pl- he just performed a few random songs and they were great and i just was like what the fuck is that colin hay <laughs> and uh and i had no idea and um it's such a pleasure when you like stumble on something like that by accident how long ago was that um 2019 probably oh wow yeah pretty recent he's he's had a very interesting 
life and career, Colin Hay. I think we'll do an entire mm. podcast on Colin Hay. I think mm. I'll give you some some homework or some hay work, as we say. <laughs> and <laughs> I think Don't Praise the Machine episode 16 is just yeah. the From life of Colin Hay. 16 and on. <laughs> we'll just be Colin Hay. Don't praise the Colin Hay. <laughs> the Hay cast. Hey, have you guys listened to the Haycast? It's an entire podcast about Colin Hay. Haymaker. Hey we'll call it Haymaker, Colin, the life of Colin Hay. lot of special abilities when i thought about that yeah the first thing that i thought was that growing up i always used to tell people that i could throw up without sticking my fingers down my throat and that was true and and it's true and i can still do it what um we got it. it's let's, a special gift let, hang on let's dive into that you can make Should yourself we put this in the, we'll put some footage in the show notes <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, i can make myself um Vomit basically by just like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what I do. I just tense the right muscles. Wow. And I, and Have you heard of it? I've never even heard of anyone else doing that. Is this a common thing? Have you go- I don't know. internet it? It was this? one of those things like any, um, like any uh, kind of X-Men sort of scenario. You know, you think everyone is on the same page and then as you grow up you realise – this is quite a distinctive ability. I've just googled. Um, I've just googled. I can vomit yeah, can on. I've just. I've just googled. I can vomit on command. <laughs> somebody. Somebody on. Somebody on Reddit has asked. Somebody on Reddit has asked. They want to hear from somebody who can. This is from five years ago. They want to. Yeah. They've requested. Somebody's written oh. requests. So, someone who can puke on Professor Xavier has requested it. <laughs> we've got we found a hole in the organization. I have a school for gifted youngsters. <laughs> it says um, request someone who can puke on command. Is this a talent you were born with? How did you discover? Have you experienced any medical distress from abusing your talent? Have you used your talent? I love mm. this person <laughs> like uses the word talent. Have you used your talent to get off work early or get out of a bad date? <laughs> what by barfing? That seems like a scorched earth policy. <laughs> I got off work early. I also got sacked, but it worked. I was on. Oh, anytime I'm on a date and it's not and it's not going well, I just vomit all over the person. <laughs> just barf, barf on the table. The person, as you can see, I need to leave. The person just says. The person across the table from you just says. Oh, I think my favorite TV show is just Two and a Half Men. And you go, Yeah, exactly. Sorry, this date's going to have to end. You're covered in vomit. (laughs) Do you want to come back to mine and watch Young Sheldon? And I go, I would probably actually just organically throw up if someone said that to me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how how uncommon it is. We'll get some... 
Let's get some feedback. So I just want to I just want to dig into this a little bit. When did you dis- yeah. when did you discover this, and when have you done it? Is it yeah? Let's just start there. Sure. Uh, I think I discovered it when I was a kid. I used to. It's a bit of a running joke in my family, which is fairly sadistic, really. I've always claimed, but um, it's a bit of a running joke in my family how easily I used to. Uh, vomit. I had quite a weak stomach right. as a child and I used to love eating. So, and still do. Unfortunately, I've, um, uh, unfortunately that's starting to have consequences, but, um, but I, I was always, I always loved eating, but I could always, my eyes were always bigger than my stomach, particularly when pasta or Italian food was involved <laughs> when I was a kid. And then I used to just basically, go and go and be sick. And I do remember on one occasion, for example, um, I was, I had this kind of, uh, very sweet and innocent childhood romance with the girl next door when I lived in Canada. Her name was Christina. Christina, if you're listening, (laughs) reach out. Um, don't praise uh, at AOL.com, Christina. (laughs) We appreciate you as a listener. Well, that'd be a turn up for the books. And, um, (laughs) <laughs> Friend of the show, Christina all, Brooks. If all of John's ex-girlfriends want to get in touch, it's don't praise at AOL.com. <laughs> um, and we used to kind of meet up to have illicit secret kisses in the in the alleyway between our two houses. Yeah, okay. And then one day her grandmother invited me over. Okay. Because she lived with her grandma, I think. And um and I remember going over there for dinner. And we had hamburgers. Okay. But it was just one of those things when you're a kid and you can kind of like your your own family has a very specific way of cooking something. Right. And then you go to someone else's place and they just do it totally differently and it kind of weirds you out. And my stomach didn't respond well to it. And I'm pretty sure I just I did throw up at the table and then and then was never invited over again. Uh rightly so. And um and things between me and Christina ultimately didn't work out. That's probably a bit of a fork in the road <laughs> moment. Um, but uh, then, so I knew kind of growing up that I had a weak stomach. And then I, I don't know, probably kind of fast forward to me being an adult. You know, sometimes if you've woken up with a wretched hangover, it can be convenient just to... Uh, have a little chuck and you're back on top. Yeah. Some people probably when I was a younger man, I would, um, well, not probably this, this did happen and, you know, truth be told, I wouldn't rule it out ever happening again. But I used to, um, <clears throat> you know, if you have like too many beers halfway through the night, you have a little chuck and then you're back on top. I think they call it a tactical chunder in some circles. <laughs> and, uh, and so I occasionally used to have a tactical chunder just because it was so easy for me. And I mean, there are people for whom it's a genuinely traumatic experience. Yeah, some people are terrified, just, they're phobic. Yeah, but I just was fairly chill about it and it found it fairly physically easy to do and then would just kind of go back to 
enjoying my evening. So the mechanics um, of it, so you're telling me right now, maybe, and maybe you can just, I'm just fascinated by the mechanics of this. If you'd had dinner, if you, or maybe, I don't, maybe you don't even need to have had dinner. If I said to you now, can you please mm-hmm. vomit? Would you be able to? Mm-hmm. Yes, I would. And, I've had, if I, if I had an empty stomach, that would be a struggle. I'd be able to make myself. And how, heave, how but, quickly can you do this? Uh, well, if this was the Howard Stern show, we'd find out, wouldn't we? Right now, <laughs> yeah. just do it in the do it in the stewed. But um, come on, uh, come on, do it for us. Yeah, we all want to see on. it. There's nothing uh, wrong with that. It's natural. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bucket here. I got a bucket here. Um, the uh, I reckon I could do it if I went and just kind of uh looked at the porcelain. I reckon you'd see a result within. Less than thirty seconds. Wow, um, that is fascinating. And that, yeah. And it's a mu- and then, it's a muscle I mean, tensing. Do you is, do you have to mentally visualize something? Is it like getting an erection, and you have to? <laughs> is it the same thing? Do you need to visualize something? Yeah, I need to visualize. Uh, I need to visualize um, someone I find attractive. <laughs> and, uh, and some something's happened in my wiring. <laughs> Um, uh, you just think of Cindy Crawford. You just think of supermodels from the nineties who you're attracted to. And you go, yeah. "Oh, I'm so turned on right now." <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, when you've had too much to drink, you get a very strong erection. <laughs> right. I think I've got the flu. Um. Very <laughs> turgid. I've got yeah. very bad nausea. I've got bad nausea. I got a bad curry. Ooh. I think I had a bad curry because I've. I think I'm gonna. <laughs> think I'm. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a question of. I think I. I don't really know. I sort of just tent. Feel like I tense my diaphragm or something, and then it helps if something. It, disgusting is like if the, if I can like racism, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I think of just close my eyes and think of injustice, <laughs> uh, that helps. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this week's Don't Praise the Machine. And I want to say to everybody, have a great week. And thanks for tuning in. We appreciate Yeah. Thanks, everyone.